We are starting to get a little bit more clarity with the men's basketball roster heading into this offseason. Plenty more uh, of that to talk about today, including uh, where certain guys are leaning, who might be coming back, and the uh, recruits that could be coming in that the Hoosiers are focusing on. It's entirely a men's basketball podcast today as we catch up on what this roster could look like moving forward into this offseason. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? This is Wednesday, March 30th, and this is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. Uh, whether it's news, analysis, previews, recaps, covering every sport in Bloomington, men's basketball, women's basketball, football, everything you guys could want. I'm your host as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys uh, for stopping by yet again today and making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, a lot to talk about with men's basketball uh, I know we just talked about the roster last week, um, but there's been a lot of a lot of changes and certainly some catching up to do and some looking forward, some projections as well. So we're going to do all that, uh, get you caught up with the men's basketball roster. Before we dive into that, as always, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers and on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. As I said, last week we did kind of a roster outlook uh, podcast. I ultimately pat myself on the back. I timed that well because uh, the end of last week we saw a flurry of movement, which we don't really have to dive into. You guys saw all that last week. Rob Finnessy, Michael Durr entering the transfer portal, um, Christian Lander, not a shock. And then the, the coaching change with Dane Fife. Uh, Parker Stewart also departing uh, the program. And it seems like college basketball as a whole, moving on to the pros. Uh, so wish him the best. The result is the Hoosiers actually have an open roster spot, an open, open scholarship now, uh, with even with the three recruits coming in. And we're going to look at a couple guys they could be targeting with that. But there's still decisions to be made on this roster. Uh, the good news, Trey Galloway seemed to indicate he's going to be coming back. Not necessarily a shock, but you kind of have to read between the lines in modern college basketball with social media posts. And Trey Galloway on Instagram posts a photo saying, we will be back. I, I think it, that's about as, as close as you're going to get to him confirming that he'll come back. I don't think these guys are going to make a statement saying I'm coming back. There's no Michael Jordan uh, facts for when he unretires. There's no, nobody's going to just say I'm back. It'd be awesome if they did, but I don't think they are a couple other names that could leave, but sounds like they're uh, leading closer to a return. Xavier Johnson um, seems like he's leaning more towards a return. A lot of this is kind of scuttlebutt you hear on the message or read on the message boards and, get a sense of through Twitter and whatnot. Seems like Xavier Johnson's leaning towards returning. Uh, it makes sense. He really found a role here towards the end of last season. 
he struggled a lot at the beginning of the year, but really seemed to not only find a role with Mike Woodson, but really find a lot of success in that role toward the end of the season. So if he returns, he's the starting point guard. Even if Jalen Hood Shafino is going to start in that backcourt with him, Xavier Johnson is going to be your starting point guard next season if he returns. So I would say it's likely that he will be back. Miller Cop, uh, who took the ire of a lot of fans, myself included at times, uh, is apparently planning on returning. I'm honestly a little surprised. Um, things didn't go great in Bloomington for him, but sounds like he is, at least right now, leaning towards returning. Ultimately, I've said this many times, I think he, if used more correctly or just correctly in general, I think he's a, a pretty big asset as a floor spacing four power forward. The problem is with the Hoosiers offense, or excuse, excuse me, with the Hoosiers roster, he had to be more of a small forward, which hurt him defensively. Um, I think if he were to be played as a four, as a floor spacing power forward, you'd get a lot more value out of him. We'll see if he's able to do that with how the roster shakes out for the Hoosiers. Another, we're not, we don't have any final news on Trace Jackson Davis yet. Uh, I don't know or anticipate when that news might come, but interestingly, Jonathan Wasserman of Bleacher Report very respected NBA reporter, NBA draft reporter, um, covers the draft very well. He released his latest mock draft on Tuesday, and it includes Trace Jackson Davis. Um, he has Tim going 46th, though, to the Pistons. It seems like Trace Jackson Davis's draft stock is kind of all over the place a little bit. We mentioned that Draft Express did not have him in their mock draft. Ultimately, those are the guys I probably trust most. But I just, as I just said, Jonathan Wasserman is no kind of slouch or anything in that regard. So that he has him 46 seems to mean something. It's kind of scouting report he gave on him. Uh, no shooting and limited handles are obviously a turnoff for today's NBA. But Jackson Davis may be skilled enough in the post to make money. His athleticism, touch, and use of angles are outstanding. It's going to be an interesting decision for him because obviously as IU fans, we know all of that. Um, if he really wants to make it in the NBA, he needs a jumper and he needs to stretch out the floor, but he didn't seem willing to do that much this season. Uh, if he's willing to do that and willing to try and willing to do it next season, he can improve in his draft stock. That being said, as Wasserman says, I think there's a role for him, especially as he, showed his ability as a rim protector as well this season. Um, I think there would be a role for him if he left, but it would be as a mid to late second round pick. And is it worth it for him to be a mid to late second round pick and potentially not be drafted at all versus coming back to Bloomington? It's a uh, discussion. He's going to continue to have a discussion that we brought up here. Ultimately, we're not the ones making the decision. <laughs> Selfishly, I'd love to see Trace in Bloomington one more season, uh, but I also want to see Trace succeed. And it, his goal, as with any basketball player, is to make it to the NBA. If he feels he can make it to the NBA this off or this season, this draft, go for it. I'll root for him uh, the whole way. But uh, 
either way, I'll be happy for him. Just again, selfishly, I'd be a lot happier if he's playing in cream and crimson next season. Now, we just mentioned there's now an open roster spot. There's a couple of recruits the Hoosiers are targeting that are teammates of current commits. So we're going to look at both of those guys, get a sense of who they could be targeting with uh, that open scholarship spot. I love and hate those buzzer beater guys, the drama, but the pain when it goes against you. We we saw it in the IU Princeton women's basketball game, the big shot from Grace Berger, surviving shots late from Princeton or possessions. Man, it it was it was stressful to say the least. Take some of that stress out of the game for those of you that are uh betting and start using Stat Heroes NCAA single game pickums pit star players against one another in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from these handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. Plain and simple, Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed, and it's what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use that promo code locked on and get a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use that code locked on and double your deposit right now. Terms and conditions apply. You guys hear me talk about Built Bar all the time, and one of my favorite new products of theirs are the Puffs. If you haven't tried them, you are missing out. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and just like Built Bars, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, whether it's cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're so good. They're going to become your new favorite. Uh, at Built Bar, they're all about taste, and then they make it uh, healthy for you after that. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. So head on over to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order Get some of those puffs, try them out, try out some built bar flavors as well. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Shout out to Juwan Morgan in case you missed it. He signed a 10 day contract back with the Celtics, he had been with their G League team. Uh, Robert Williams, one of their bigs, went down with an injury that's going to rule him out for uh, quite a while. And that news coincided with uh, Juwan Morgan being signed. So there's potential he could get some playing time here. Uh, If you guys want to tune in, the Celtics are playing really good basketball right now. I hate to admit that as a Lakers fan, for those of you watching on YouTube, the Lakers posters in the background, but they're playing some really good basketball. Um, the Hoosiers have 
and Mike Woodson specifically have been knocking it out on the recruiting trail over the last year. That open roster spot now creates some possibilities for them. Perhaps the most intriguing is Malik Renault. I believe I'm pronouncing that last name right. Probably not because I suck at pronouncing names, but he is a power forward out of Montverde Academy in Florida. Montverde is obviously where Jalen Hood Shafino attends. Um, they are teammates, and Renault uh, is a forward who just decommitted from Florida when they um, switched or lost their head coach. And now the Hoosiers are one of the teams that are in the mix for him. Uh, he's a high-energy, high-IQ kind of physical specimen from what I gathered reading various scouting reports. He is ranked number 28 in the 2022 class, uh, the number four power forward. He's a five-star recruit. He's ranked almost side-by-side side with Jalen hood Shafino. Uh, 247 Sports rank, or has him at 6'8", 210 pounds. So uh, someone that makes sense for the Hoosiers to get for some size, for uh, the forward position that could be opened up. Race Thompson hasn't officially announced uh, a decision either way, but um, could be a replacement there, help get some minutes there. Hoosiers weren't crazy deep in the front court. Um, they had Trace, they had uh, Race, they had Geronimo, and they had Michael Durr, but that was kind of it. And Michael Durr, it was spot minutes for him. So. There would be a path for Renault uh, to have minutes, potentially. You typically don't bring in a five-star number 28 recruit and have him play as a backup, but Jordan Geronimo certainly showed flashes uh, in the uh, tournament, in the Big Ten tournament, that he's ready to take a leap as well. So it'd be interesting to see what role he would have, but he would fill a need in that front court as a um, – Assuming Race Thompson leaves, uh, he would he could certainly come in and fill a need. Another interesting name, uh, and both Mark Renault and Rich Rolfe is another one we're going to talk about. Planning to visit IU in April. Um, again, a lot of this came from Jeff Rabjohns, who um, obviously forum over there, super connected with Indiana basketball. Both those guys are planning to visit IU in April. Rolf is a teammate of Gabe Cups in Centerville, Ohio. Came with Cups to the Rutgers game for an unofficial visit to Bloomington. Uh, another kind of big 6'7 forward. Something the Hoosiers didn't have a ton of was that athleticism uh, on the wing. It seems like he is uh, kind of an athletic type, Rolf. He's someone who he was committed to Drexel, decommitted in October, really kind of gambled on himself during this season. And his stock has skyrocketed. And the Hoosiers have have given him an offer, or have offered him, I should say. Uh, he had his stock has shot up though, um, and it'll, it's interesting to see how he would fit. Uh, again, the Hoosiers really lack that size on the perimeter. Um, you saw Trey Galloway being forced to guard some of those bigger wings. Uh, potentially you bring in some of these guys to add some more size on the perimeter um, in the front court and maybe alleviate some of those issues. But 
it's interesting. Those are the two players the Hoosiers seem to be targeting right now uh, when it comes to uh, the the recruiting trail. Obviously, the transfer portal is also open, and it it's hard to predict really anything going on there. Um, but the Hoosiers could potentially make some noise in the transfer portal and bring some guys in as well. It'd be really nice if they got a wing that is about 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", that can defend some of those wings they came up against during the uh, season and into the tournament. One other recruit that is gaining some interest from IU, 2023 recruit Brady Dunlap, uh, ranked number 126 by 247 Sports. Rolf is unranked, uh, going back a bit. Rolf is unranked. I believe he was about a two-star recruit at the start of the season, and now he he's his his stock has shot up. I he he isn't ranked anywhere in the top 150, but um, it seems like he is flying up up the ranking boards um, everywhere. To be honest, but Brady Dunlap is a six-seven small forward again. Same size, kind of same position. The Hoosiers, Mike Woodson seems to understand what Indiana needs and what they lack. Dunlap is a four-star recruit in that 2023 class. That one's a little more distant in the future, but another name to monitor um, as we move into the offseason and prime recruiting time as well. So a couple different ways the Hoosiers could use that open uh, scholarship spot right now. Obviously, things are fluid. There could be more spots opening up. The Hoosiers could land somebody in the transfer portal, and suddenly they don't have scholarships. This is obviously very fluid, especially at this time of year with people entering and exiting the transfer portal in the coming weeks and months. So we'll keep you updated on that, but be sure to look out for Malik Renault and Rich Rolf as two recruits the Hoosiers are targeting. We're going to look at the new assistant coach that's going to step in to replace Dane Fife as well as uh, some IU women's basketball news as it relates to the WNBA. Before we dive into that, uh, one of our longtime sponsors here has been Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible to find what you need at a local auto parts store. You go in, you wait in line, you get up to the counter, you ask them what what you need. Uh, and then they ultimately tell you they don't have it and they're going to have to order it. So skip that middleman. You have the power to go to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket right now. Saves you time, saves you money. You don't have to spend more on those markups that all the auto parts stores do. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Uh, Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See what they have available in your car or for your car, your truck, whatever you guys have. Write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so that they know we sent you. It's amazing selection. It's reliably low prices. It's all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. IU uh, kind of made it official today, but recruiting coordinator Brian Walsh will be the guy, is the guy, I should say, that will replace Dane Fife as an assistant. Wasn't necessarily made official on Tuesday. It was just he was made available to the media. 
So we saw a lot of quotes from him. It's a really fascinating story for Walsh, who came with Archie from Dayton and um, was a part of that staff. And when uh, when Archie was let go, there was some there was he was obviously in limbo, as with a, a lot of people in there. Um, in their in that staff around that time and mike woodson comes in him not knowing college basketball kind of saved a lot of those jobs for that staff um kenya hunter was one of them that stayed hunter had recruited um walsh at xavier so he uh he pined for him he made a case for him walsh stayed on as a recruiting director um or coordinator i should say uh, he was a big help in recruiting this past year, and he started a great piece on um, on Brian Walsh or Dustin DePierac for the Herald Times, I should say. Did a great story on him. He was a big help in recruiting. Um, the way it was kind of framed is he had all the connections. He knew how to get a hold of guys. He would um, bring them to campus, get in touch with them, set everything up, and then once Mike Woodson talked to him, he would kind of seal the deal. He was the finisher which makes sense just having heard Mike Woodson talk. I can understand how that would be the case, but the situation where Mike Woodson doesn't know how to do recruiting in college basketball, having spent his whole life in the NBA. So Walsh was a big help in that regard, um, setting the table basically for Mike Woodson. And come this offseason, Walsh had texted Mike Woodson, letting him know that there were opportunities available for him, better opportunities available for him and he was considering them and I believe that was a day or two after uh, Mike Woodson had announced that Dane Fife would not be returning to the program and so Woodson let him know that you don't need to go anywhere he called him up let him know that he is promoting him to an on-court role obviously there's a whole bunch of rules and guidelines and silliness when it comes to um, assistant coaches and what they can and can't do officially now Walsh will be able to leave campus and recruit guys. He wasn't allowed to do that before um, NCAA just regulating everything. But the end result is the Hoosiers kind of hire a guy in-house to um, keep that or to fill that position left by Dane Fife. Listen, as I said, when Fife was let go, Mike Woodson did so great this season that I, I trust him in that regard. And, Certainly a lot of the things you hear about um, Dane Five cents, I, I won't dive into that. Those are kind of rumors. They're out there if you want to find them, but um, you could understand why he was let go if those rumors were true. The fact of the matter is Walsh is somebody that Woodson handpicked, and considering what he did over the last year, I'm fine with it, and I, I'm I'm willing to ride with Mike Woodson on this one. So um, he, he Mike, or Brian Walsh, I should say, spoke as well. He was a great shooter in college. He spoke about potentially focusing on that and, and the mental aspects that um, would come with, that just comes with shooting and that he could potentially help IU. And they were not a good shooting team, obviously, this season. Perhaps he can be a help there. So excited to see what he will do. Some IU women's basketball news. If you guys missed it yesterday, we talked entirely on Tuesday's podcast about the legacy of this women's basketball team over the last uh, two seasons. 
what they've meant for the program. So be sure to listen to that once you're done here. Alexa Goulbay, Ali Patberg, and Nicole Cardano Hillary all applied for the WNBA draft. It's kind of a formality, but the three of them are among 88 players that applied and will be eligible to be drafted. Um, I tried to do as much research as I could on WNBA mock drafts. Not surprisingly, there isn't a ton available. Uh, only one draft done back in February had Ali Patberg drafted. There are three rounds. Um, in a WNBA or in the WNBA draft that comes in the middle of April, that draft. So it's not long. You'll have to wait to see Pat Berg is somebody that has routinely been uh, mentioned or I've seen in mock drafts. It'll be interesting to see. Wasn't a spectacular year for her uh, statistically, at least it'll be interesting to see if she maintained that value on paper. Gulbe seems like somebody that makes sense. Um, a bigger uh, kind of forward that can stretch the floor, play inside. Um, the good news with basketball is there's a lot of opportunities available overseas to make more money there than in the WNBA. So these girls want to continue playing. I think they would have the opportunity to do so. Uh, so best of luck to them, both in this draft and whatever they have moving forward. Also of note, we talked yesterday about the um, – about what's coming in to um, this women's basketball program in terms of recruits and transfers. Forgot to mention Alyssa Geary, as was pointed out to me by Ari, uh, listener Ari DM me. Big shout out to him. Thanks for that. Uh, she transferred into the program and um, I believe sat out this season uh, at, with the Hoosiers, but um, – or she will be transferring in, I should say, and she's going to compete for one of those forward spots I mentioned. Uh, she's a 6'4 forward that played at Providence. She will come in and compete for some of those minutes alongside um, Keandra Brown. So uh, a little more depth that the Hoosiers perhaps did not have last season. So thanks for him. Uh, thanks to Ari for reminding me, and even more good news for the Hoosiers moving forward. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're going to be back tomorrow, probably talk some football for you. Also trying to get a baseball podcast in here with the guys uh, over at iubase.com before the start of Big Ten play this weekend, get you caught up on everything IU baseball through the non-conference schedule. Um, so should be some exciting episodes for you the rest of this week. Now, make your second listen, Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback, uh, Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Appreciate all the love you guys continue to show. Uh, follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, leave a rating and review. It's real quick. Helps us out just a ton. Really can't tell you enough how, how, how much it helps us out. So uh, if you guys can just real quick give us a rating. Really appreciate that. Most importantly, though, guys, have a great Wednesday in LEO.